Last week, we kicked off um, what we're kind of calling like a theme or mini series on how to support someone going through infertility. Um, And we're kind of continuing that this week. We are today talking through what it feels like when everyone's pregnant when the world feels like they're pregnant. Um, but over the next couple of weeks, we'll also talk about um, what you know what it feels like when a close friend shares they're pregnant, as well as for the supporting friend, how how to best share that you're pregnant, um, sharing that with a friend or you know yourself, like going through infertility. Yeah. So we kind of have two audiences that we're talking about through this mini series Mm -hmm. and the first one is obviously those going through infertility Mm -hmm. so we want to you know share how that feels what it's like our personal experiences Mm -hmm. as well as talk about the friends and family and loved ones who are supporting you during this season exactly so we're kicking it off today with um just what it feels like when it seems that everyone around you is getting pregnant. Welcome back to Never Alone. In this episode, we will talk about when everyone around you seems to be getting pregnant and you are in the thick of just wanting a child so desperately or in the thick of treatments or whatever it is. Um, It just feels like everyone in your world is getting pregnant. Yes, which is very hard. Yeah. And it's hard because it's happening all the time, um, but it just feels heightened when you're going through things. I mean, even with us restarting IVF, I have gotten four pregnancy announcements this week. And I probably wouldn't have been counting if we weren't, you know, leading up to something. But it just feels like it always coincides with it does fertility treatments it's almost like um you know people use the analogy of if you get a new car mm-hmm. that's the only car you see on the road <laughs> yes. you know it's kind of like that yeah like you're really striving to become pregnant mm-hmm. and that's all you see is everybody in your life getting pregnant yes i definitely feel that way and i i know for me even too i mean aside from friends when we were still kind of like uncovering where we were going in the very early stages, I was seeing a functional medicine doctor. And I remember she was like, well, you know, I'm going to be going on mat leave, but like here's so-and-so that I recommend you to. And um, just every, everyone in my life, I feel like was like going on mat leave. Um, Like doc, like my doctor. um, I don't even know. I think my dentist, like it was just, it just felt like everyone was just getting pregnant. And, um, I know you had that too. Yes. Even worse. Yeah. So not my, uh, direct nurse, but, um, sometimes in their fertility clinic, you, uh, meet with several nurses and one of my nurses was pregnant. And at that point we were still going into the clinic. And so I would go in for all of my appointments, everything, and I would have to see her belly every single time. And I know she felt horrible about it because she is working in a fertility clinic. So Mm -hmm. I can't imagine what she was dealing with. And at the same time, it was really hard for me too. I know we've joked, it's not funny, but if you have a bump at a fertility clinic, like the second you're showing, you should get to go on maternity leave because (laughs) none of your patients want to see that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So 
at the beginning of our journey, I would say most of our friends were getting pregnant, mm-hmm. which was really challenging. Um, and I would say most of them did a great job. Yeah. I mean, they, and I would say to you listening, remember that your friends are trying, you know, they might not necessarily know, or they might not necessarily say the right thing, but they are trying. And so try to think the best in people. Um, but in the moment, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to think the best in people. It's yeah. hard not to, like you said, get angry or mad mm-hmm. or jealous. Um, I definitely found that way myself um, doing that several times uh, throughout our journey. Yeah. And I don't even think it's always, it's not that that people even said it the wrong way sometimes. Like I do, we are going to share a, uh, an episode around, you know, if you like for your friends or family who maybe aren't struggling with this, like how to share they're pregnant um, from our perspective and others. But it's not even sometimes the way that they say it. It's more just like finding out the news. Yes. Um, They could say it perfectly. And it's still really hard. Yeah. I always, um, and everybody has their preference, which Mm -hmm. is kind of, challenging, but my preference would be to always know one-on-one or beforehand, mm-hmm. like definitely not at a social gathering or, or anything via like social media or via social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and still, if they do it the perfect way, it's still going to be hard. Mm-hmm. It is. It's mm-hmm. just, that's how it is. Yeah. And I think it's even interesting that it's still hard. Yes. Like we both have children mm-hmm. and I still find it hard in a different way. Yeah. Like it's, even even just like thinking, <laughs> I think it's because it's also triggering to that beginning time. So like even seeing somebody who looks like they might be pregnant, but like you're not sure. Um, like I saw this girl rubbing her belly the other day, but she was so skinny. It was hard to tell. And I was like, just thinking like, oh my gosh, like is she pregnant? And it brought me back to that time when I legitimately was a detective. <laughs> And had a sixth sense. Like, I could just tell nothing even to do with alcohol sometimes. Like, I was just like, oh, she's pregnant. Yep. And my husband would be like, she'd not post any. Like, it wasn't even anything. It was like a gym workout. I'm like, I just know. Yeah. I just you know. Do. It's almost like you look for it. Yeah. Which is not good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do. You look for it. You, it's, yeah, that's part. That's a great way to say it is you have a sixth sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think. I know people have done really crazy stuff, Um, but it's like you're so desperate, or at least I was, that I was just like so, I don't know. I was just so curious. I don't even know what the right word is. You are. I will say I know a story of a girl Mm -hmm. who – one time looked at her friend's Peloton workouts to see if they were doing the prenatal yogas because they were so intrigued. And I would say like if you've been there – it's normal. It's yeah. normal because you That's are creative. Y- yeah, you're just <laughs> <laughs> it is creative. <laughs> I haven't done that, but I I have looked at people like who they're following on Instagram and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, they're following like what to expect when yeah. you're not expecting like they're definitely pregnant." Yeah. And they usually were. Morgan and I have both deleted social media for seasons mm-hmm. in our journeys, and we would say it is very wise to do that. So depending on where you are, what you're struggling with, 
it's probably a good idea to delete for a little bit because Mm -hmm. social media is hard. It is so hard. It's hard to see announcements. It's hard to see progressions. It's hard to see the happiness, the struggle free Mm -hmm. when you are just, you're just in the thick of it. And so sometimes you do need to remove yourself. Yeah. I think you brought up a really good point because it's not always just the pregnancy posts. I think it's also just like the struggle free, the carefree, like wow, they're just like living their life and they're not thinking about this. And um, I actually forgot about this until we started talking, but I did delete social media for a really long time. Um, But there was a period where I was like, you know what? I really feel like there are certain parts of social media that are encouraging to me. And I created a separate account where I only followed just like kind of like inspirational or like faith-based or I don't know, just people, no one that he even yeah. was my friend. Yeah. Um, kind of just to get like that scrolling fix right. or get that encouragement yeah. um, when I was looking for it. So, I mean, that's an idea too. Yeah. No, I think that's mm-hmm. very wise. And so, you know, I would say not only pregnant announcements, but gender reveals. It's become very common and popular to have a gender reveal. And we're not telling you that you should not have a gender reveal. I think we're just here to tell you that when somebody's going through infertility, most likely they won't necessarily care about the gender because all they really want is a healthy and living child and they will take boy or girl. And so sometimes it is kind of hard to see, um, a big production over a gender reveal. And so it does get a little tricky about the whole gender topic. And we're not saying that everybody who goes through infertility doesn't really care about the gender, but I probably could say that majority of people um, don't necessarily care about the gender. Yeah. And I think even, even more than that is when, you know, somebody shares and it's a real feeling like it is, I'm not diminishing the feeling of really wanting a girl. I think, I mean, I don't know. I think some people want a boy, but I think most women are like, I really want a girl. Yeah. Um, or I really want one of each. Right. Um, and that's completely valid, but it's also just really hard to hear yeah. when all you want is a healthy child yeah. or a living child, yeah. I should say. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just all that to say that like your feelings are valid. They are. Yes. You can totally have those feelings of, you know, um, the hardships of seeing posts, of Mm -hmm. seeing reveals, of seeing announcements, um, of being jealous, and then going through the guilt and shame cycle. Mm -hmm. Those are all um, very valid emotions. And we want you to know that it's okay to feel those things. Um, I would say personally, I have very much benefited from counseling. Mm. So (laughs) if you are not familiar with counseling or have never been in counseling, give it a shot. It's um, just a great place to start with infertility in general. Yeah. And this really wasn't not meant to be like a counseling plug session. But I will say that it is so true from like a marriage perspective. Yes. Because my husband is such a great listener. He's so supportive. But when you, I mean, when you're a woman, you just feel differently. Yeah. I just don't think, and I've heard from some of our friends who are going through this, that um, for the girl, like, or for the woman in the relationship, that the pregnancy is much harder and that yeah. for the man, it's actually harder 
in the newborn yep. stage. Yep. And I think, I mean, I think they're both hard for different reasons, but I think that it just goes to show you how different we are. And so as much as I maybe would vent to my husband and say like, oh my gosh, like this person's pregnant and like, I'm feeling sad, but I feel happy for them. Like, I think he understands me more now, but I think in the beginning he yeah. was like, I don't really know what to say, right? you know? And that's yeah. where counseling really did help because or would help. I was not seeing a counselor at that time and looking back really should have. But um, I think just having somebody to process that yeah. with that can kind of hold that space for you when maybe your partner, it, it's more real for men when the baby's here. Yes, exactly. And I will also add that this is not for everybody, but mm-hmm. from what we have, we have gathered personally and from our close friends um, and hearing others that have been through infertility, it's really the pregnancy that's the mm-hmm. hard triggering point. It's not the baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, as much as you want a baby, a living, healthy baby, it's really the pregnancy because when you struggle with infertility, all you want is to be pregnant. Yes. Yeah. That's just like what's next yes. and what's near and like seeing and envisioning your body kind of going through those changes. I don't know. I think that was way harder for me than seeing a newborn. And I think for men, it's It's the opposite opposite, because their body's not going to go through that. Exactly. So you have to explain that to your husband Mm -hmm. that for you, it's really the pregnancy. And that's kind of why we wanted to create this episode of when you look around and see that everybody in your life is pregnant it's triggering. It's really triggering. It's hard. You don't want to see another pregnant person. Um, but we just want you to know that your feelings are valid. Um, and that this is a safe place to come. It's very normal to kind of go through that cycle of guilt and shame and happiness and jealousy and all that. Um, but just keep in mind that people are not trying to trigger you personally even though it might feel that way in the moment, um, they're just announcing they're just excited and um, you're doing your best. You're doing your best to kind of hold both of those emotions. So we're here for you. You are not alone in the way you feel. And um, we have more to unpack on this topic. Um, We'll be sharing an episode on that you could share with your friends on how you might be better supported. Um, if they're pregnant and they want to share that they're pregnant. So if you have things to add to either of those, or you have questions, definitely reach out to us on our Instagram. Um, You can send us a message at never alone in fertility. And if you think any of your friends might benefit from this episode, uh, definitely please share. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.